The following program is listener supported through Consider His Word Ministries. Consider His Word. Consider His Word. Consider His Word. From the heart of the Florida Everglades, this is the Consider His Word radio program. Today we want to encourage you to consider what God says in His Word, the Bible. I'm Pastor Arlen Payne inviting you to join us as we open the Scripture together and consider His Word. Welcome to Consider His Word. Today we're going to be in Psalm 123, the 123rd Psalm. It's a short psalm, only four verses, so we're going to be reading all of it here in just a few minutes. And if you have Bible, have a Bible handy, I encourage you to pick it up and join us as we consider His Word today. I want to remind you about our website at considerhisword.org. There are a number of things you'll find there, including some resources You'll find all of the programs in our broadcast ministry, and so you can go back and hear the, all the programs of the last month. Pick a series, and you can listen through a series as well. There's also a link that says Contact Us, and we would love to hear from you. If you'd click on that and let us know where you're hearing the broadcast today, send us an address, and we'll send you one of our little prayer journals. We haven't talked about these much lately. We send a lot of these out. Now, this is just a little notebook. That'll fit into a shirt pocket, fits into a Bible case very easily or into your purse. And you can write down your prayer requests as you pray and as you seek the Lord. And as God answers, you can mark them off and rejoice as God answers those prayers. I take mine with me to church on Wednesday night and write down the prayer requests as I hear them. And, you know, one of my favorite things is when somebody says to me, could you pray for me? I'll pull my prayer journal out and write it down so that I can remember. And I do pray for them. And those prayer requests, I pray about those all through the week until the next Wednesday when we do it again. So, the prayer journal, you can get at the website. Again, considerhisword.org. You can get one by writing to me directly at considerhiswordradio at gmail.com. Considerhiswordradio at gmail.com. It's an interesting thing that most of the requests we get for the prayer journal come through the regular mail. And so you can write to us at Consider His Word Ministries, 30290, Josie Billy Highway, Box 40, Clewiston, Florida, 33440. Let me give that to you one more time. Consider His Word Ministries, 30290, Josie Billy Highway, Box 40, Clewiston, Florida, 33440. We look forward to hearing from you. And by the way, from you, by the way, would you pray for this ministry? Pray for us. We would like to expand our radio ministry. Pray for us here at the Big Cypress Seminole Indian Reservation where this broadcast is made. Just ask God to help us and bless us. We'd like to expand the radio ministry. But with God's help, we could see that happen. With your help, we could see that happen as well. So at the website, there is a link there where you can give to this broadcast as well. Psalm 123, very interesting little psalm, and I love the picture that it paints. We're going to read it and take a look at it 
Again, it's a short psalm, so I'm just going to read the whole thing. Psalm 123. Unto thee lift I up mine eyes, O thou that dwellest in the heavens. Behold, as the eyes of servants look unto the hands of their masters, and as the eyes of a maiden unto the hand of her mistress, so our eyes wait upon the Lord our God until that he have mercy upon us. Have mercy upon us, O Lord, have mercy upon us, for we are exceedingly filled with contempt. Our soul is exceedingly filled with the scorning of those that are at ease and with the contempt of the proud. Now, in this psalm, it is particularly the first two verses that I'd like for us to look at today and for us to consider. It's a prayer. At the beginning of the verse, he says, Unto thee lift up up mine eyes, O thou that dwellest in the heavens. So it begins as a prayer. It is a prayer. And as he prays, he paints this picture of waiting and watching, watching the Lord and waiting on him. Once you notice that it mentions two things. First of all, they're both servants, but it mentions two here. It talks about how the servant waits on his master and the maiden waits on her mistress. Both servants, but they watch. And they watch carefully for what their master or what their mistress needs, for what they need for them to do. They watch their hands. It says very specifically that they look into the hand of their master and, and as, as the eyes of a maiden to the hand of her mistress. Perhaps they watch the hands because when the, the master reaches out for something or maybe he points in some direction or indicates for something that he needs, they stand ready at the move at a moment's notice and they watch. They watch uh, uh, if he rises up Uh, to see if he needs something. And they will rise up to meet that need. You know, they're not planning for a distant future. They're not uh, studying. They're not doing anything but watching the master. And they're ready to serve. Now, the question I have is, are we ready to serve the Lord in that same manner? Are we willing to serve the Lord immediately when he needs us? When he needs you, are you watching the master? Are you watching for his command? Are you waiting to step in to serve him? Now, when I say waiting, does it mean that we wait forever? We wait for that indication. We wait for that move of his hand to know when we're to step in and move to serve him. They watch for an opportunity to serve and are prepared to step up, step up to any task at hand to do whatever has to be done, whatever the need is, however great it is, they will go anywhere and do anything to serve their master. Will you go anywhere? Will you do anything to serve the Lord? How many times has your pastor needed some help with something, and when he asked for volunteers, how many were not willing to do whatever he would ask him. Maybe it was to mow the yard or to pick up some trash or to empty a trash can. And everybody's sitting there saying, no, not me. Let somebody else do it. No, you watch for an opportunity 
to serve the Lord. Watch for an opportunity to help in some way. No task is too big. That master, that mistress are ready to help the master, to help the maiden, to help them with whatever the task is. No task is too big. No task is too small. They'll do anything that they can to help. What are you willing to do? You know, the Lord may not send you around the world to be a missionary, but he wants you to be willing. He wants you to be ready to go at his command, to go and do what he calls you to do. How many men have I talked to that are so miserable, men that God had called them to preach, and they are miserable because they did not respond to the call and they are not preaching, and they will continue to be miserable until they answer that call and go and do what God had called them to do. They watch for that opportunity to please the Lord. You know, they're not thinking about pleasing themselves. They're not looking at what, what's in this for me because they realize it's not about them. It's about the Lord. And listen, it's not about you. It's about the Lord, that he would have first place and that you would be willing to do anything, to go anywhere at his call, at his direction. When you see someone who needs help, when you see that opportunity to serve the Lord, whether it be teaching a Sunday school class or maybe cleaning the church, maybe singing a song, maybe even preaching a message, whatever it is, are you ready? Are you waiting? Are you watching for that moment when you can go and serve the Lord? You know, they're not, they're not there for their own self. They're not concerned about their own comfort or what they're doing. You know, they, they, they might get tired. Certainly we get tired. And their legs may hurt. They may get hungry or thirsty. They might have things that they think they need to do for themselves that are more important. But you see, they are there to please the Lord, not to please themselves. This is where we get things mixed up because so often we think it's about us when it ought to be about the Lord and he ought to have first place. Colossians 1.18 says that in all things he might have the preeminence. In other words, in all things that he would have the first place. Does he have first place? Are you trusting him? God can use you. And he will lead you to the place where he can best use you. You see, the desire of this uh, of the servant and the desire of the mistress is to please the Lord and to serve him. I'll tell you something that changed my life is one day when I was reading and I came across some passage in Psalm 29.2. I, I made it my life's verse. It says, Give unto the Lord the glory that is due unto his name, worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. And I take that to mean that in everything, whatever I do, should be for the glory of God, not to please myself. And this servant and this maiden, that's their desire, is to please their Lord, to please their master, to please their maiden. You know, they, they believe him, they trust him. And this is what God says that he desires of us, that we would trust him. Hebrews eleven six. 6, 
But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And so they, we please him by our faith. We've trusted him to save us. We believe his word. We trust his word. You can trust his promises. And so they watch and they wait for that moment that they can serve. For that moment they can step up. They, they watch and wait to serve. They watch to help. They watch to please the master. And they look for those opportunities. Now I want to encourage you today to look for those opportunities to serve. I want to tell you a quick story. I met a man a number of years ago. And he was all excited. He said, they made me a deacon at my church. And he said, and they made me president of the deacons. So at the first deacons meeting, understanding that deacons are servants, I asked them, what was their place of service in the church? None of them could tell him. Oh, they were deacons, but you see, a deacon is a server. They serve. Yet they could not tell him where they served in the church. So he told them, they said, by next month, you find a place to serve the Lord. You teach a Sunday school class. You go out and visit. You help the pastor in whatever duties that he has. Help mow the grass. Help clean the sidewalk. Find a place you can serve the Lord. At the next meeting, <laughs> they voted him out. They did not want to serve the Lord. Are you watching and waiting for that opportunity to serve? Give him first place and serve the Lord. God bless you. Thanks for listening today. Like us on Facebook and visit our website at considerhisword.org. This is Pastor Arlen Payne saying, till next time, God bless you as you consider His Word. The preceding program was listener supported through Consider His Word Ministries.